Hey, hey, y'all. Hey, hey, y'all. This one is explicit. What's up, people? What is up, Jess? And people. <laughs> and you listening. I'd like to know if anybody listening thinks we open the show a little too energetically sometimes. I'm just curious. You think so? Is that an overkill? Is that an overkill on the ears, on the senses, if you will? Uh, my, no, because we have a little music. We have a little music. Oh, yeah, I forgot. Mood music. Mood music to Turn get the you lights in. on. People are excited. Set the mood for you. Oh, yeah. Good stuff. Oh, yeah. Good stuff. I'm All right. The, it's the ladies, man. Oh, my God. We have a long topic today. And our show notes, just because I copied and pasted the majority of what we're going to, co- what we're going to, you know, respond to, but not all of it, but it was, did you see how many pages it was on the 24 pages of uh, show notes. Uh, <laughs> it's 24 pages of show notes. Let's do a musical. Because we have such a long topic, I think we should turn it into a Broadway show. But we have to, you do know that when you're doing a musical, you have to earn the right to sing, right? No, uh, you don't. Yes, 24 you do. 24 pages, 24 pages, 24 pages, 24 pages, 24, 24, 24, pages 24. <laughs> Since when? I don't have to earn diddles. I've already earned my right to sing just by the fact that someone has pushed play. Yes. And- I have the right to do whatever I want now. Now you're mine. <laughs> And that is why we have a podcast. That's right. Oh, my God. That's reason number one. Bother people. (laughs) (laughs) All right. right, Sorry. I'm pediddling and Elsie has an agenda. I I do. I have an agenda. We have 24 pages of show notes. All right. But most of that is not agenda. You're right. You're correct. Most of that is just for reference. Yes. For reference. Okay. All right. Should we start with shout out? Let's do some shout outs to start the show. Yes. So my first shout out is Harry Duran. I think it's Duran, not Duran, but I could be wrong. Of Podcast Junkies. I just want to say hi because he's a really good friend of our show. And he um, allowed me to help him with Media Kit and some sponsor stuff. And um, I just want to say thanks. And I hope it's going really well. He, I think he created an online Media Kit kind of like ours. And it looks really good. But either way, his show is great. And it's for people who are podcasters and love podcasting. So check out podcastjunkies.com. And then also I wanted to thank the real Brian from ProfitCast. You wanted us to hate each other, but we don't. <laughs> you cannot hate Brian. He is so nice. And that's he's just such not, a good podcaster. That's he's so a, not an option. He's a DJ and he has like the best. DJ voice ever and his shows are so well produced but also he's extremely smart and nice and fun and I adore him he's yeah. the bestest he's the best so hi and we had a did a crossover episode for profit cast and money cast so um, you can see it on my website themoneycast.com or you can see it on his website which is broadcast pro, uh, profit universe <laughs> dot com not the shout out I had hoped it would be sorry okay. Brian but still we're trying but the but but hey Links will be in the show that's notes. That's true. And that's so, at gpodcast.com. Okay. Yeah. And I wait, before we finish that, I do think it's Duran, but then I may be oh, wrong really? too. So, Harry, Harry please send your email, I mean, your feedback to us and tell us if it's Duran or Duran. Harry because Duran. My, it's Duran yes, because he's my fellow Salvi. He's from El Salvador, oh, just like me. Is he? Hello. He looks like a, he looks like a model. Do he you want to guess how old Harry is? Not really. Just take one guess, and I won't tell you the actual. I'll just say yes or no. Uh, he's somewhere in his mid-30s. Way off, and that's what I thought, too. And I'm not going to say his real age because no need. 
but okay. we're way off. <laughs> okay, yep. then. Yep. Well, then I'll there's type that. It to you, Elsie. Hold on, I'll type it to you because I just think the people should hear your reaction. Oh God, okay, are you going to type it on the Skype? Okay. Is it where is it coming from though? I don't Facebook, know. Facebook, Facebook. I closed Facebook. Open it. Wait. Oh, all right, I'll put Jesus. it in Skype. I will look in the on the phone. <gasps> Get out. Yeah, I told you. <laughs> Oh my God, I loved so it. Bizarre. That was worth not telling the listeners. <laughs> you guys want to know his age? You got to ask him. Okay. <laughs> I did. Now you can too. Okay. So now Luna. we're going to actually be moving to, you know, we have a webinar coming up. Yes. My we favorite. have a webinar in a few days. Another one of my favorite male podcasters, beside the two that we just mentioned. Yes. Um, Dave Jackson is doing a webinar on creativity and podcasting and maybe that sounds like I don't need that because I'm super creative but this is the most creative dude on the planet and when I tell you I interviewed him for the money cast and let me just give you an example the man has no less than 30 streams of income because he just puts his fingers on everything he is so creative with just how he does everything it's shocking (laughs) I'm telling you and I saw I actually I asked him to do this presentation as a webinar I saw it done live at podcast mid-atlantic and he was in a suit which was oh, like fancy which was like a penguin with a rainbow wig on it's so <laughs> weird to see a podcaster in a suit i'm not gonna lie <sighs> but um anyway it was brilliant it was so good and i thought every podcaster needs to hear this presentation so i'm so excited to have him um I think the link is shepodcast.com forward slash creativity web. Is that right? Do you know? I don't know. And if it's not that, that's okay because the link will be in the show notes. In the show notes. So if you It is creativity web. Yeah. So if you want, yeah, link will be in the show notes. So I will have it in there and you guys can sign up and we'll have a great time because. Sign up. It's fantastical. So that'll be good. good. So a little bit of news and information. So Mm. guess what, guys? Google Play Music is now. Allowing for podcasts. You could now submit your podcast to Google Play Music uh, in the same way that you do to, sort of like to iTunes. So this is basically the other half of, you know, the, the world of audio, I guess, in devices and platforms. Did we do it already? Mm, not at this specific moment that we are speaking. No, we have okay. not. But by the time this airs, probably... We will have done it? Yes, we will okay. have done it. Oh my God! I, I was didn't like, even what? know you could do this. I'm, I'm learning along with the listener. Yes, I even know. and so yes, you can do it. And then you guys need. I'm gonna put a link in the show notes again. So we had a special episode of the feed, which is the other podcast that I host for Libsyn. And now in Libsyn, in the Libsyn interface, you can now you have an extra destination there for Google Play Music. Okay, everybody does. So you get an opportunity now possibly to even just publish specific episodes to those that are using Android devices or have accounts with uh, Google Play Music and be able to do that as well. If you, if you so choose. I mean, you don't have to do that, but there is that uh, if you would like to do it that way. So it's really neat because now if you just check your little destination there, just like Ellipson has destinations for Twitter and Facebook and YouTube and SoundCloud and all of that fun stuff. Uh, now there's Google Play Music. So there's that. That's going to be – that's huge, guys. And in the episode – Huge. That, huge. In the episode that Rob <laughs> was interviewing one of the heads of product creation, I believe, something like that. Elias is his name. He was mentioning how they are also working with possibilities to – obviously, since they're Google, to help uh, in search – for podcasts to be found. They haven't figured out exactly how they're going to do that yet, but there are, obviously, there's communication around that. 
So mm-hmm. um, that's gonna that's kind of big, 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 big. So links will be in the show notes, guys. And I would suppose that I have shortened it to uh, blog.lipson.com slash Google Play. And if you go there, you will find our special episode. It's a half an hour. And in, in it, Rob Walsh, the VP of Podcaster Relations, eats paper because he said that Google would so never – support podcasts or podcasters and he said that he, he has a to, lot of final he, statements he, like he, that he does and and he said he would eat his words you know if he if that happened and it did happen and he ate paper so he I ate need his to, words i want to hear the crunching yes you, you you have to it's like right at the top of the show so it's gonna be fun <laughs> good So let's go into some feedback. We got this feedback from our last episode uh, where we chatted all about where I was a little bit like, I can't believe you can't have a job and get married Um, because this was news to me. So so, um, we got a little bit of feedback from Chris Baker Dirsch from No Extra Words. And she sent an email in which she said, Jessica, would you like to read? Thanks. Oh, I feel like I just got picked in class. (laughs) I heard today's episode of She Podcasts and I had to share a story. My great aunt got married to the love of her life in 1935, but she had been putting it off for some time. She loved her husband to be dearly, but she loved teaching. And in 1935, it was illegal for married women to teach in the state of Montana. Say what? I she know. did eventually marry and lost her job and it always rankled her. That must be a Montana saying. Wrangled. I never heard that one. But that's okay. hilarious. <laughs> Decades later, in the 50s, she wanted to go back to it, but had to get a university degree because her normal school teaching certificate from the 20s no longer worked. I have an old family scrapbook, and it is in the commencement program from her graduation from Montana State when she went to get a teaching license. She was so incredibly proud of that university degree. She went back to teaching and taught into the 1980s when she had diagnosed with Alzheimer's. She also stayed married to my great uncle for over 50 years until her death in 1989. I wonder sometimes what she could have done if she had been allowed to have her family and her career. And I like to share that story because really it isn't that long ago. And it's important to remember how far women have come and how far we still have yet to go. Keep doing what you do. I love your show. Thank Chris. you. What a wonderful and yet sad kind of story. I know. It's like both at the same time. It's really empowering and really like, yes. And then you start to think about it. And it really isn't that long ago. Yeah. I mean, I come on. But, uh, you know, know, but then, you know, that make, that makes me think, though, is like our life is pretty darn long. I mean, she got a chance to teach for so long after the fact. Mm-hmm. So that's pretty awesome. So anyway, thank you so much, Chris. That was really great. I, it really like warmed my heart to see that. And I know it makes me forget that there was, there's so many things that we're getting It really now. wasn't that long ago. Holy cow. Holy monkeys. Just because we weren't alive doesn't mean it was that long ago. It is kind of weird. Yeah. I agree. Blah. All right. So then we have some <laughs> more feedback. <laughs> this is from Lillian Yang, and she is from Food Nonfiction. And she says, hi, Jess and Elsie. I saw that Lena Dunham had put out a podcast and noticed her reviews were averaged 1.2 to 1.5 stars, which was so low I had to read them. Upon reading the reviews, I was shocked. 
They're basically just saying, ew, it's a woman talking on behalf of women. Shut her up. Mm-hmm. Except probably that's not the right voice I should have used. I've attached <laughs> a screenshot of all of the reviews they have from Canada as of today. Maybe this topic you ladies can tackle. I've noticed this is a trend of podcast reviews disliking the female voice. I myself get reviews saying how childish and stupid I sound, although I have a master's uh, in neuroscience and my co-host is a year from getting her PhD. Best, Lillian. Yeah. Yeah, that's no one. That's no good at all. Um, it's terrible. Why do people have such a... I mean, I know why people have such a problem with her, but they don't have to be so profane on iTunes. Ugh. No, I know. And see, here's the thing, though, because you're right. But when I actually read, she sent us that, that screenshot, right? And I was just like, give me a... I mean, it is really pathetic. Mm-hmm. It really is pathetic to to see that people went out of their ways to say some nasty things about her. And you know what's on her feed? At the, well, actually, you know what? I haven't checked it as of today. I don't know if she released her actual proper episode, but it was like an intro. It was like a a, a promo. I think it was less than five minutes. It could something like that. Something like yeah, it's this five is what minutes. It's about. Right. And that's it. Mm-hmm. And the power of these trolls, and they're trolls because if you look at people's names, it doesn't even have like it just see they're total trolls. They have no idea what they're talking about. Right. So annoying. And so I was thinking of like, maybe we should just go all over there, all of us, and give her some really nice reviews and rate her very well because it's annoying. It's just annoying because they're like, yeah, uh, women talking about women. Uh, Oh, no. Like, what are you so threatened by? What's your problem? What? And it's not like they have to listen. Yeah. Who asked you? That's exactly how I felt when I released the feed for the first time when I put that like, you know, episode out that was just a preview. And it was just me talking. And immediately, you know, the stuff that I heard was like, where's Rob? Who is this? Who does she think she is? You know, and it's just like, really? Really? Mm -hmm. It's just not, it's not very cool. But I'm very sad to see that this is something that's happening out there. But, and, and yeah, it's not surprising. And I actually posted it into... There's a Slack group of some of us that do like podcasting for a living. Sorry, my son just burst through the door in his little car. <laughs> Hi, baby! <laughs> my door doesn't lock, and all of a sudden it was like, did you hear the boom? No, I did not. <laughs> Hi, baby bear! Did you have a good sleepy? <laughs> you hear him? Oh, yes. That's because he wants me to pick him up. Oh. He's trying very hard to come over, but his car can't go through the carpet. Oh, is he driving Hi. by himself already? Yeah, he's driving by himself. Now he's backing up. Okay. I like it because he looks over his shoulder like that's his blind spot. Oh. <laughs> Hi, boo-boo. Hi, boo-boo. Sorry. Okay. <laughs> that was just so cute. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Oh, my God. Well, see, this recording. is a kind sorry. of delicious stuff that you can get from a podcast with mamas and women that you don't really get a chance to. That's right. You men. Although, naysayers. You know, yeah, it's it's nice and lovely. And um right. the, yeah, it kind of is sucky and I was in the middle of saying that there's a Slack group with uh, some of the uh podcasting sort of like people who do it for a living, most of them being men and whatnot. And then when I posted it in there, I guess the response that I got was uh well, yeah, it happens all the time. We're kind of used to the trolls. And yeah. you know, I don't I mean, that's probably true as well. I mean, the trolls are just the trolls, but sh- uh, but it's just and you can't delete those reviews in iTunes. I think whether you like Lena Dunham or not, you shouldn't allow her to start out like that. Like, no. That's pretty messed up. And I, I know think. that she is controversial and she has had some controversy around her and her writings and whatnot. And I completely understand. But I think, you know, that's what podcasting is. It's sort of like giving 
more of a voice and you never and that's the other thing it's like when you write things down sometimes people can construe what you're trying to say as completely different i know you know you're like okay so i just wrote something on facebook i responded to something and i was being ironic slash sarcastic about something and somebody got all mad at me Mm -hmm. i really take offense to you saying this and i was like uh well i actually agree with you i was just being sarcastic (laughs) <laughs> you know what I mean? And it's, I guess you yeah. can hear that when you're hearing somebody talk. And that's like a, a whole other thing. But anyway, thank you, Lillian. I do appreciate yes. that. So if you guys um, find Lena Dunham's podcast, you know, and if you haven't left a review or even a rating, just give her a f- nice five stars or something to make those trolls go away at least. Jeez, yeah. it can't. It's actually from BuzzFeed, is it not? Yes, it's a BuzzFeed show. Yes, and they do a really great job at production value. So I, and they have, you know, the Another Round Girls who are, have really, I mean, they have a really great team behind the BuzzFeed production, which is all women. So I'm sure it's not going to be crap. I'm sure it's not going to be crap. So I just think even if you don't like Lena Dunham, even if it is crap, you can't allow people to talk to her that way just because she's a woman. Even if you don't agree with her, if you don't like her, you think she's stupid or young or whatever, whatever. What they said about her is strictly based on the fact that she's female and that's not cool. Nope. Even if you think she's an idiot, which I don't, but a lot of people do. I know. Nasty. It's nasty. Nasty reviews. Yeah. Blah, blah, blah. Blah, blah. blah. I just saw... um, monsters like that new monster movie what is it called hotel transylvania oh it looks so funny so then like i just they do that blah 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 blah. you've seen so much media since you've been in pittsburgh i know i I went to the movies i'm still in pittsburgh at this moment it was amazing it's been really nice to hang with the girls and Yes, and all of that fun, fun stuff. Very all right, exciting. so our main chunk of content today, Jess, which we, you know, we're already like, gosh darn it, about 30 minutes into this or slightly less than that. But, okay, so you actually sent me this post because it stressed you out when you read it. This was a post that was posted in, in one of the podcaster groups, correcto? Uh, yes, it was. Yes. I am having a hard time at this moment thinking which one. I want to say podcasters hang out. That's what I want to say too. But uh, but yes, it was it was there, and uh, and so then I had not seen it yet, and then I went over there, and um, so let me let me see, let me tell you about the the guy who wrote this. So uh, his name is Nathan Latka, and his um podcast. I'm not quite exactly sure what the proper title for his podcast is because I do believe that he's he's calling it top something. Yeah, it's called the top. I think it's called properly the top podcast, but in iTunes. He has a different name for it in iTunes, for iTunes. It's called The Top Entrepreneurs in Money, Marketing, Business, and Life. That's what he names it in iTunes for SEO purposes, which he will allude to here in the post that he had. He is also founder of Heyo, H-E-Y-O.com. He... um, you told me, what's the other uh, company that he had before? I think it started Le with... Jure. It turned yeah, into Heyo. Yeah. So then I, I'm like, it started with an L. I remember. I remember that. You know what? I almost don't want to talk about this because I know the link's going to go in the show notes and I don't even want to get him a link. No, we're just, we're just going to share his <laughs> That's stuff. That's so bitchy. I don't care. <laughs> You're like, blah, blah, blah. Okay. I don't but... want to give anyone backlinks. No, but... and, and Valid backlinks for their <laughs> SEO. No. So this post was, oh my gosh, I think, I wish that I had it written down because it was, the post was, I I believe, over 2,000 characters in length. 
So it was because I saw it when I pasted it onto you even. Yeah, when I pasted it into one of the text documents, it automatically gives you the the count at the bottom. Mm -hmm. So I was like, holy monkeys. So it's like a book. It's like insane with the amount of stuff that's in this. It's just it's crazy pants. And Mm -hmm. I had to. Oh, no. Wait a minute. No, here we go. It's four thousand nine hundred and twenty three words. Mm. It is 27,313 characters. Thank you. You're welcome. I just thought, I, you, you know, I did not figure this out myself. It's just in the document. So that's a lot. I mean, that's crazy pants long. Pretty much. Pretty much, yeah. So he gave, so the gist of this conversation is that he launched a podcast in August and his whole sole purpose or raison d'etre for creating a podcast. Raison d'etre? Raison d'etre was for uh, being number one on uh, New and Noteworthy. Number one overall. That was his sole reason for being in podcasting, I believe, because it, it, in anyway. So he really pushed through it. And he does a, a daily podcast, a daily interview podcast. Oh my gosh, that's so Novell. Novell. Very, very interesting. Nobel. Nobel. <laughs> so no, you mean noble? Noble. No, like Nobel. Novel. No, I can't even. Novel? Novel. A novel. novel. As in new? Yeah, new. Yes, that's so very okay. new. Dude, yeah. my, my language skills are very lacking today. Sometimes, Elsie, I remember that you were not born in this country. Yeah, uh, yes, and it comes out a lot. And it, I, and it's only because I correct you. If I didn't, honestly, if I only talked to you once in a great while, I would forget. I used to forget that you were from El Salvador. And, and then when we started inter- like talking regularly, I'm just like, yeah, the word is almost, it's like you're almost there. <laughs> It's so close. And then I'm like, well, then I have to remember, like, she knows a totally different language first. This is the second one. <laughs> Even if she's and been here a long time, like, it's not first. It's first not is always first. the natural one. And it's and it's really a bummer because, like, that, that word, <laughs> like, right now, I couldn't even Are you embarrassed? Say it. it does embarrass me. And especially with the Downton Abbey, it took me forever to understand how it's to say downtown? that. downtown? That it's not downtown and that it's not down, downtown. At, like I was just I didn't even want to say it because I would say it wrong and it could never Why should you care what it, well because it, what comes it out of your mouth you. matters it's, adorable. it's not a, it's only adorable to a point not when you're like over 40 it's really cute when you're in a trend you're 20s. incorrect Muppet <sighs> friend you're adorable for life <laughs> You are incorrect, madam. <laughs> Anyone would agree with me. Oh, my God. So anyway, so we're going to dissect his post a little bit because there are some bits of information that are incredibly valuable, and there's a lot of it that does not apply. First of all, you should know that he's writing this post in his eyes to help everybody. Yes. And it's his take on what he did to make his show so successful in the first however long it took him. I think it was so August, September, September, October. So basically, like two and a half months, he um, got has to, had a show. Yeah, he's right? had a show, and he's got like a pretty decent amount of downloads. I mean, beyond what most people do, anyway. You know? So because of that, he gets to write a two thousand word essay on Facebook, helping everybody else doing exactly <laughs> what he did. Yeah. But before we get into what he said, I just want to mention that he's not John Lee Dumas, and and I don't want to compare them, and I'm not going to compare them from this point on. And here is why. John was no one until he had a podcast. No one. This kid is pretty internet famous for the Heyo Leisure thing. And yeah, he's only, and you're going to get sick now, 26. 
But I've known him since he was 22 when he started Lejeur. And 22. Imagine what you were doing at 22. Look at Justin Bieber. This kid launched an internet company, software company. And, and he hustles. And he, and he hustles like nobody's business yes. agrees. So, so – He's already, but he already, because he has an internet Facebook software company, has a billion friends and followers and connections. Let's just start with that. Whereas John, one of the reasons why he's respected is because he literally was just a commercial real estate dude that was like, I want to start a podcast. Hmm, I wonder where I start. I mean, he had no, this guy already has like a huge, it's like Lewis Howes. It's like, you can't be impressed with Lewis Howes having a, a successful podcast when he was Lewis Howes before that podcast and he will be afterwards. Right. Yes, you know? I, I, I I totally understand the difference All right, between let's that. Keep going. All right, yes, and no, so I know you do. I know you do. I'm gonna have I'm a. I know. I'm like, I get it, Jess. No, I'm just I know, sorry. I know. I know. Sorry. So Elsie so, thinks I'm yelling at her, but that's so often not the case. <laughs> but the first thing that I wrote down, and you know, as I started to read this, is this is a worldview. Like we're we're seeing this, and this is something that I've been really talking to my clients about when I work with them regarding podcast or regarding advice that you hear out there about themselves, about the subject that they're putting out there or anything else that they're doing is that every single one of us is coming from a specific worldview, no matter how we, whether we want to acknowledge it or not. You know, we are born in a specific way. We have history behind us. We have culture behind us. We have, um, maybe we have teachers that teach us specific, their specific worldview. And um, this was really prevalent for me when I started to teach yoga and I correct do, you but do you mean prevalent what prevalent? prevalent is that what I said what did I say yeah. prevalent Pre- prevalent yeah <laughs> I just want to make sure it was the right word I'm sorry I won't do it again prevalent prevent whatever um, but you know what I meant. Yes, I, I, well, I thought Maybe so, but I, I wasn't start sure. To I talk- want to make sure I was sure that I knew what you meant. That's why I asked you. I wouldn't normally do that. I think I need to start talking like Sofia Vergara. And that way, if I start talking like her, then I, everything will be forgiven. Should I just put on a total Latino accent from now on? But anyway... <laughs> um, it's all See, all you're fine and so okay, in yoga when I was teaching yoga one of the first things that our teachers told us in teacher training was like you need to know what philosophy you're teaching because what's happening right now is that nobody knows what philosophy they're teaching it's a mishmash it's like classical or tantric philosophy or you know kundalini yoga philosophy or there's all of these things have different world views in the, in the space it's sort of like you know if you're Protestant you have a different world view than if you're Catholic than if you're Jewish. It's a different worldview. It doesn't mean it's like that they don't get along. It's just that's how you were informed. I'm not sure that's a good example, but what do you mean? Well, because religions are are highly similar. I would say more political. Let's try more political, like whether you believe the government should or shouldn't be involved in people. You know what I mean? Like, because Jews and Christians and Muslims, like it's all pretty much the same, really. Well, yeah, but but, but actually even in the same thing with yoga philosophy as well. It's like there's completely different things, though. It's either like you are all one or you there's like that thing. There's the God and then there's you and there's the separation. So, it yeah. Oh, I got you. You know what I mean? It's like there's basic, basic beliefs. And for me in here with reading this was just for you guys to know that he has a worldview already. He has a point of view and a philosophy of why he got into this, which might be completely different than yours. And his primary, you know, the, pri- the, the post is about launching an interview show that banks strongly on their participation and reach, meaning the people that the you guests. are. The guests. Yeah, the guests. So this post is for those that have invested significantly already in business systems 
of time and or money. And this post will not have the same impact for those that are starting with limited sources, either of time, money, or influence. Uh, so this also, this also uh, assumes that you are batch producing content. So all of those things are already part of the equation here. So if those things that I mentioned is not something you've done, this is really not going to apply to you that much. Mm-hmm. Because he starts just right from the beginning where he says it's totally wrong to launch with three episodes if you want to average 1,000 downloads per day for your first month and hit number one in you and noteworthy. So that already gave you an idea of what success equals for his worldview, which might not be yours. Correct? <laughs> so, Because he says, I launched my podcast on August 1st this year and hit 70,000 downloads in his first 45 days. And he does all kinds of testing and all kinds of other funky stuff. So, um, and all of this stuff, you know, like he actually has this in, on his blog. You can very easily go check it out. Um, he didn't really. But we're not giving you the link. We're not giving you the link. <laughs> no, and I'm actually going to, to mention. And the reason he said not to start with three episodes is because he was just saying that uh, basically one episode equals one download. And so the more episodes that you have, on your feed when you launch, that would equal that many times more downloads. And his um, uh, sort of like, uh, how do you say it? Um, Strategy? Strategy. Math, logic, reasoning. His math, his math around this is that it should be as many episodes as you can get out there that equal to two hours of content, which I thought was in unique. And I, I do give him kudos for that. I thought that was a very unique kind of way to put it annoying to the listener unless you have a show that's going to be 15 minutes long. Right, which is kind of what he ended up doing. And so he basically said, if you have two hours worth of content, that's about the limit that you should put out there when you start because that does not overwhelm the listeners. Because if it, you know, if you had a, basically, if we had launched with eight podcast episodes and we were talking for 60 minutes each, that's like eight hours of listening. Whereas he launched with eight episodes that were about 20 minutes each, that's a little more doable, right? It's like two hours, you can totally binge listen to that pretty easily. That's mm-hmm. his thought around that. Mm-hmm. And then he basically said, you know, if your podcast is an hour long, l- launch with two. But anyway, so that's what his math said. One subscriber times one episode equals one download. So one subscriber times eight episodes equals eight. <laughs> so that means that it, it's it, actually the next part that I think is pretty smart. Oh, oh, wait. Well, we'll see. Let me just say that this assumes that a person will, in fact, subscribe and automatically download eight of your episodes. Them. Right. So Which this is may crapshoot and no guarantee. No, 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 no. And this may or may not be true. And it's absolutely a hundred. Uh, you know, depends on whether you have a podcast that has good content. And that's like that's really you. You can't guarantee that. You cannot guarantee that you're going to have good content when you put it out there. People are not just going to download everything. Yes. Yeah, so w- tell me what you think. Well, the next the next part that he talked. I, I pulled. I finally found the um, oh, where I'm talking. No, the post itself. Oh. I wanted to pull it up so that I could follow his stuff and your notes oh okay got it so this math is not audience centric but i guess it's smart and actually i think i told you guys like a long the whole reason i this question is the whole reason i started women who podcast which turned into she podcast i asked a prominent male podcaster what i should do to get more downloads he asked me how long my show was i said an hour he said cut the episodes in half and do (laughs) and do four a week instead of two a week and i was like that's not what I was asking you. Like, I wanted to know, like, how to grow, not how to edit more. 
But it's simple math for, you know, it was simple math to him make half hour shows. So then I posted in my group, would you guys mind if I cut my shows in a half hour? And there was like a mutiny. Yeah. Uh, it's the perfect length. Don't cut it. You can't do this. It's so annoying. And so for him to give this advice is again, like he didn't ask an audience because they would be like, please don't do that. Don't make me stop jogging and move forward one. Yep. You know, and so and then again, this again goes back to that worldview kind of concept and and what you're getting on there for, like what is it that you're doing, right? So you know, the key for him that he says is that not to overwhelm your audience on day one, and I I'm good with that. I'm good. I'm good with not on overwhelming yeah, your audience. Thoughtful. <laughs> for one. So. You know, and it's and also this is already skewed to having success equal a lot of download numbers, right? And mm-hmm. and that's like, yeah, you can kind of like mess with the system that way to have as many downloads. And again, you have to remember this guy has been publishing a podcast episode every day. Mm-hmm. It's daily. Mm-hmm. He's putting this stuff out daily, and that's kind of like a little bit scary. And and all of this also relied on the people that he was interviewing. So he was very key. This in. is the part I think is genius. Oh, okay. Well, you do it. You read you read this part so that I can Okay. Here's how he got the guests to email their lists about his show, which I think even though he had a good audience was probably the key to what made him grow so fast. He sends him an email and he's, and he's got 20 shows already done. They're in the bag. The people said, "Yes, the shows are recorded. We're done." He says, I'm trying to decide which eight I'm going to launch with. I'm heavily promoting the launch and it's going to go out to my list. If I put you on launch day, are you willing to help me out and email your list about it? So he gives them an incentive and it's and it's a first come first serve basis of probably 20 people who have all healthy communities. Right. Because he's no dummy. So this way, not only do they say, yeah, I'll be I'm happy to be part of your launch, but they have to commit to emailing. Whereas like, you know, eight out of 20, even if half of them say no, he's still good. He's still all good in the hood. Right. Even if four of them, I bet, say yes, he's all good in the hood. Right. Because yeah. especially I mean, and let's just see. You know what? Now I got to pull up iTunes. But let's just see who those first eight people were. I mean, we're, you know, I'm assuming they are people who are extremely popular, but now I'm curious. But here's my thing about that, too. I just love that he gave them an incentive and an urge, like a ur- sense of urgency. Sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt you. No, Go no, ahead. no. But, but I guess my thing is like, oh, what about if you don't want to do an interview show? What if you don't have guests to email? Like, so this is really, again, and this, this won't is work the world for you. View. It won't work for you. No, this, right. this is a key tactic that drove people to email a list. Because they were being featured. And if you're not doing an interview show, then you can't do this. So it already right. excludes so like many different podcasts. Yeah, so many podcasters mm-hmm. who are not doing that. I've never done an interview show, you know? And so I'm, I don't know. So any, that's my, my fight against that. And yeah, you could definitely ask them and it could be a different ways to do it. It just sounds so, I'm just like, just if you would have Does emailed, it sound manipulative to you? I, it kind of does. I think it's really smart. This is the only part of that he did that I think is really smart. I think the math of the 15 minutes, I think that's such bullshit. I feel as a listener, I would feel so manipulated. Okay. I can only start with episode two. And of course you can't see. See, now he's making a mistake because his show notes all start with Nathan Laka brings you top entrepreneurs. So you can't see who the guests are Oh, at all. Peter Shallard from commitaction.com and then somebody's electric bra and then GoPro and then 
a 15 year old with a Japanese company. And then, yeah, like, I don't even know who, I don't know if I know who they are. Maybe other people know who they are, but, Hmm. um, they're, they're like not entrepreneurs. They're like startup people like him, which is fine. Right. I see. Oh, but on the description you're talking about, but you're not looking at the, I guess maybe if you tap on the little eye. Mm-hmm. That's the only way to see it. You can see it that way. Yeah. I mean, that's fine because the only thing that gets, um, the description doesn't get indexed in, in here at all. So. For, it's like a billionaire. Yeah. Anyway, it's all billionaires, but still, I think it was smart. Yeah. So then he did that. Yeah. Sweet. But And then, oh, and then he gives us 11 uh, sh- free shortcuts. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and like, what do we think about these? Let's see. All right. Add a PS into every email. Like we've never heard that. Yeah, and I, uh, yeah, and but uh, yeah, yeah. I'd have that, and except <laughs> I have that on mine, and I haven't changed it since episode four of the feed. <laughs> Listen to this tip, though. Which one? Here is how, and this is all bold. Here is how to all caps convince guests to post on social. All caps. Email your guests the day their episode releases and soft sell them into publishing on social media. That's not. How to do anything. He didn't actually tell me how to convince anybody. He just said email them on the show day. Soft sell them how? Soft sell them by saying what? That's not a tip. Everyone, that's nothing. (laughs) And it's in all caps, so you'll read it. But he tells you nothing. Well, no, at the bottom it says publish a 10... Uh, top 10 most influential entrepreneurs from August list each month and edu- and encourage competition among podcast guests to get in that oh, list. Please, like they give a shit. Well, it, see- it seems like over here it says that Zoo Zimmerman di- really did and she crushed it, driving an additional $893 to her episode in 24 Sue hours. Sue Zimmerman is, is lovely, but one of the most competitive people I've ever met. However... <laughs> Again, it's because he's Nathan Lacka. Because if I'd have done that and my first 10 guests were like, even if I took the top most popular guests, Ash Amberjay, Mari Smith, Denise Duffield Thomas, Erica Learmark, do you think that they would gun it? <laughs> they could give two cracks of a rat's furry tuchus. To be on your list of yes, 10 they don't most- care. <laughs> They're not going to care. That's not a tip for anybody either because we're not him. <laughs> Right? Uh, hey, I'm I'm with you. I just thought this was dorky, but that's you know. But then it's I'm dorky. jaded. I'm completely jaded. I, I I, you know, I'm not part of his worldview altogether. I'm like you know of a completely different point of view around this. So, um, I, I don't want to be putting my guests out. I just want to promote them and bring like how cool they are to the mix. That's about it. So anyway, the next tip. Get a big guest who you truly admire and then use them as an anchor to attract other big names. Okay, the, don't forget this list is how to get downloads fast. Yes. The next tip, Kate, every episode should start with a pre-interview open loop. Say one to two sentences about last time then this time. Okay, yes, it's good advice, but it's not going to bring me 5,000 downloads fast. No, it won't. Although I have to say that that is a tip that I kind of do like that. I it's like that idea. It's a good tip, but it's that's not idea. the point. Yeah, yeah, you're right. It doesn't go under this title. No. And then at the bottom, you know, my my quote on that, because he says, you know, do a a pre-interview open loop. So it's basically saying like like you and I would have started the episode and just said like, hey, if you want to listen to us talk about, you know, whatever the topic was for episode 57 when we were talking about whether we should help people or, you know, the new, I don't know, getting fair wages in Hollywood, listen to episode 56. Now we're going to get into... 
and then we step it out. But that's very – no- I mean, I guess maybe it now makes that sense. you said it that way, maybe it will get downloads because then they'll go back. Yes, but but see, my, my caveat for that too is maybe that, that what is he good. says, he basically says this Dang. turns one download into two almost automatically. You know what? In a perfect world, yeah, absolutely. But again, it's a tactic. It's not a guarantee. And no, but it is actually good advice that goes under this heading. I thought it was yes. just irrelevant bullshit. But no, 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 no. Right. no. You, and so, and you know. All right, I'm wrong on that. <laughs> but but the thing is, <laughs> here's my thing. How can you prove that? So, yes, this is a great tactic. And I think that we it's definitely need smart, to use yeah. it, which is one of the reasons that I'm trying to, like, at least in our show notes, like, make sure that we have a, a proper, like, call to action because we always forget. And, mm-hmm. and it's not. We just forget these things. So if we can open the show and say like, uh, you know, maybe allude to our other podcast that we did the last time, people would be intrigued, right? Especially if we have new listeners. Mm -hmm. So anyway, number five. (sighs) I'm getting irritated just reading what he wrote. I'm like, I can, it's like my, have you ever seen like a bird who's irritated and their feathers are all out or whatever? Yes, and they're like around their necks and stuff. My hair is starting to stand on end and my fangs are coming out a little bit. Okay. Oh my. What's next? Okay. Um post when a book an, tool an, or person gets mentioned, tag them in it and tell them. Yeah, well it's it says post an Instagram picture for each episode and include a top trending hashtag for that day found mm-hmm. on Instagram. It's a pretty good piece of Well, advice, no, because why would you want it? Okay, no, I don't think that's good. I why? think that pa- tagging a picture, yeah, posting an Instagram, you know, post for your episode. Good. Posting a picture of your guest. Great. And tagging them. That makes sense. I mean, because it just totally makes sense. But using like the trending hashtag of the day and add it to the image. Stupid. It's it's dorky. Because then you have all the people who are just following sh- hashtags, just liking your stuff, and then you get spammed on your feed. At least, at least from my from the my perspective, you're not getting actual listeners. What if this like trending hashtag is like, you know. Joe know. Biden. Joe Biden. <laughs> or something. I don't know. Yeah. It's just so crazy. But anyway. No, you're right. Um, you're totally right. That That's only just, smart if it's smart. I just don't stupidly. understand that. But I guess if it's just about driving down. But still. Freezing. Still, yeah. I don't get it. Are you cold? You have to be cold because you're in, up north. Oh, my God. All Sorry. Right. I just totally changed the subject on you. So. Oh, oh my God. When, number six, when a tool or guest guests mentioned on your podcast, tell them via Twitter, Facebook, that, and they will reshare. I've done this naturally and organically in our, uh, our stuff and in, in, on the feed, most usually more, more on the feed. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's been really great. We've actually made a lot of really fantastic friends. If we mention like a new player or we mention a new piece of software, we tag them and usually they actually get, they get involved. They get involved yeah, with our podcast nice. and then yep. they retweet our stuff and they possibly even send feedback and they're really fantastic. I, I'm a big fan of that tactic. Yes. So, oh yeah, I wrote that down. I'm like, that's oh. pretty smart. So like yeah, that. it's nice. It's just that it takes time, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and again, I only share stuff like that when things that we say are valuable. So if it's just a random mention of like, these are the tools I use. Oh, I have an iPhone. I'm not going to like all of a sudden start tagging Apple to tell them that I mentioned an iPhone on my podcast, you know, just because I mentioned it. it I always really try to make sure that um, whatever content I, I offered or whatever tool we talked about is a, of a positive end ilk. Um, mostly, or it's a good conversation that they need to be a part of. Please respond to us discussing you, you know, something like that. 
Mm-hmm. Um, and the same thing he says when a book or tool or person gets mentioned, tell them and tag them some marketing strategy. So basically as the other thing that we were talking about before. So, and this happens all the time for us, at least. Um, I, I try to do that as well. But here's what gets me though. Please, 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 people change the tweet or spread it, the tweet out to in at least three, six, three to six weeks apart, at least. Because what tends to happen is I get a tweet tagging me for stuff constantly, or not tagging me specifically, but actually Libsyn, all the time on the feed. And it's, and I've actually had to email the person and said, hey, can you untag us? Because I really don't want to see at replies for this same exact tweet daily. Mm-hmm. I don't want to, I don't want to, because it's right. annoying. The first right. couple of times it's great, I'll share. But if it's a constant thing, change the tweet around, make it at least a little bit interesting. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> and spread it out. So, and then he's got this one where he says, use a, a tool like lead digits for from lead pages and tell your guests to text the word, you know, and, and he's got like uh, the word Nathan and then a number that you do for HM. Do you know how much that should cost? I know. Well, that's what I'm saying. It's like that also, I love the idea of texting. It's so great with podcasts, but that's like, I mean, okay, lead pages, lead digits is, or is that separate? It might be the same, right? Don't you, if you had lead pages, don't you have lead digits? I think. Uh, No, lead digits is separate and it's like way more money. Okay. Well, then that's a lot of money that you're spending. Yeah. Lead pages is like, first of all, let's not even talk about how much lead pages is right now because it makes me sick that I, I mean, I don't even pay it because I got in earlier, but holy Toledo, it's so expensive. And then lead digits, if you want to upgrade from the 400 a year I'm already paying, Mm -hmm. it is, let's see. Oh, wait. It says create new lead digit. Wait, it's letting me do it. Why is that? (laughs) Hold on. I don't think I have. I think I have to upgrade my account. Let's see. Can't be letting me do it. You're like um, in the middle. We're like, we have lead digits. Yay. No, but. Um, I don't. I know I don't. But here, the thing is, though, again, it's great. It's an, an amazing idea. And I think I believe, I think Esprit Devora mentioned that she's using a service like this. It's not lead digits. And there are others out there that are perhaps. $34 a month for, for two years. Paid every two years. It's oh. like 800 a year, I guess. Oh, wow. Okay. Okay, so if I hit upgrade and I hit yes, I want to upgrade. Let's see. No, because then they're going to take away your special supersonic plan. Don't do it. Don't do it. Okay. Then that would be sad and everybody will be sad. Uh Uh-oh. I think it just did it without – I hope I didn't just pay for them to do that. Oh, God. Please don't make them do that. That's not cool. (gasps) What? It was $800. Dude, what are you doing? Don't do that. Don't just press buttons. What did I just do? What did you just do? You should definitely call them. Are we going to have to stop the show? (laughs) Oh, God. That's bad news. Yeah, you're supposed you have the total like killer like thing for lead pages. I would never touch anything again. I just lost my and this is not this is totally off topic, but I just lost my Google Drive thing that I had, which was like $5 a year. Because I forgot that I, I had a credit card in there that, you know, of course, it was like we lost it and we had to replace it. It was my business card and I forgot to replace the card there. And they tried to, you know, run it for $5. And of course, it declined because it does not exist. And uh, I called to get them reinstated and they're like, we don't offer annual accounts anymore. So I lost my lovely $5 a year Google Drive account, which sucks. That sucks. And I talked to them on the phone. They're like, I'm so sorry. We don't offer yearly plans anymore. 
We can't help you. So that sucks. Stop it. Oh God. Well, I'm chatting with them right now, so they're gonna <laughs> they're gonna give me back my money. Oh my God. I just paid them five hundred and sixty four dollars and seventy seven cents to make up the difference. But what because I paid them four seventy seven in April. That's my yearly, four seventy seven. So it's a thousand dollars a year to have that. Oh my god. To have it now. It's insane. That's insane. I know. All right, hopefully they'll give me my money back. I don't even know what credit card that was. I can't even recognize it. <laughs> anyway, okay, sorry. Anyway, to make a long story short, it's expensive. It's expensive. It's a Lead lot of money. Expensive. Don't do it unless you have thousands of dollars at your disposal. And in this now, we go into the number nine, which says email the list daily about a new podcast episode. Okay, because daily, because he has a daily podcast. And then he says, warning, do not email your whole list daily right off the bat. Get them to subscribe to a to a segmented list requesting daily updates. Okay, so again, this means that you already have a plan that you're paying for in terms of whoever your email provider is already. So this is also, again, money that you're adding here. And this is an advanced tip, right? Mm -hmm. This Mm -hmm. is something that just assumes that you are paying for an email provider. And a lot of us don't. We're just using the, you know, I mean, we are. But a lot of it, like for the LC's yoga class, I was just using, I'm still using the free account for MailChimp because I don't need to upgrade. Right. And number 10, backlink each blog article to previous episode with a super provocative open hook. Hold on. You don't need to upgrade because you and I use Infusionsoft. Well, I know. Well, because, but you don't have my Elsie's yoga class list. No, but I could pull it in there. You could. but No, you don't need it. But I'm just saying like, we don't need it for She Podcast. I just want to be clear. We use Infusionsoft for our stuff. Totally. We do pay something. Yes, we do. That's what I'm saying. Like right now I'm saying not, that's what I said. Okay. <laughs> so, like, okay. That's what I said. But I'm saying that for the per- for the regular people, a lot of people don't pay for that. Mm-hmm. It's like that doesn't happen. So anyway, number ten, right. backlink each blog article to a previous episode with a super provocative open hook. Listen to this episode to see what I mean. So, but uh, that's when I got confused because I'm like, does that mean that you're adding a blog post to your blog and then linking to an ar- an article? To the podcast? Like, I got a little bit confused mm-hmm. about this, but whatever. I know. It's weird. So I'm not sure. And then now number 11, because we're done almost here. Email a larger segment of your list once per month with the top 10 episodes. I did this and drove two, 222 clicks back to the website. So the top, the trick is that the top 10 article will backlink to the individual blog posts for each of the top episodes that's driving more downloads. Okay, so that makes that's that's cool. I guess we could do like a monthly or even quarterly she podcast email blast. Yeah. With a list of our 10 latest episodes or something. That's nice. I mean, that's a great tactic. I'm I'm cool with that. I'll just say what else is annoying about this post is that he has several lists embedded within it. And I see like several number sixes and several number fours. And I can't get to the spot I'm trying to get at. Oh. Because after this part with the 11 tips is then 12... Hold on. 12-step daily process. Oh, yeah. This this one made my eyes cross over. <sighs> so, yeah. Because he only spends 12 hours per month on the podcast because of the 12 steps. Right. Yeah. So he only has – right. He walks into a, sh- a studio and just records and then he's done. Yes. So he's paying for a studio for the day and then mm-hmm. he does – the entire day, I believe, he does back-to-back 15 to 20-minute interviews, and they're all scheduled on that day. Mm-hmm. And he will just go in there, they'll, and they'll take care of everything. So he'll show up. He doesn't have to touch the tech. Mm-mm. And everything's kind of set up. Then he just leaves, and everybody else post-produces everything. 
Yep. And then he just approves. I think that he approves some stuff. I forgot what the thing is that he finds. He has access to the Google Drive folder and transcription. Uh, I can't even. He's, yeah, mostly not in this part. Nathan emails the guest. Nathan emails the top list. That's Nathan's job. Everybody else is doing something else. Yeah, so he's got a pretty uh, robust team that are helping him mm-hmm. turn around this whole process. Again. It's like seven people. Yeah. So, you know, for him, time is more important, obviously, than money. <laughs> Duh. Right. And he has the money. So, <laughs> so right. there's that. Because <laughs> he's been a billionaire since he was 22 when so. I was changing diapers. <laughs> Two different people. But so anyway, but we just wanted to like touch base on some of these things and it keeps going. I mean, it get, oh, oh, but I have to say one thing here and, and this actually goes along with kind of like our news uh, and information. He is a real big proponent of, um, hold on, he's got some tips on SEO titles for iTunes, which I discussed a little bit earlier before, right? So what he says that is for for him to do like, in author tagging to start to add things into the author tag. Like he says, in for his author, it says, Nathan Laka brings you top entrepreneurs daily inspired by Tim Ferriss, Pat Flynn, John Dumas, Entrepreneur on Fire, Shailene Johnson, NPR, HBR, The Startup Podcast. That's like his author tag. And as of this month, basically, iTunes has come up to Rob specifically and said, please make them stop that. Because what's going to happen is if you start spamming your author tag that way, iTunes will not feature you anywhere. And they have said, we will pull you from being featured anywhere. Mm-hmm. And they have also said that they're probably, if people don't stop, they're going to pull the ability for the SEO for your author tag to be searchable. So stop mm. it. Do yeah. not do that. It's okay. No it's okay if you put your author and say, you know, coach or whatever, maybe two or three key words. But don't start to tag everybody and their mother just because yeah. don't do that. It's just not okay. It's so lame. So anyway. Well, it's just spammy and that it is looks spammy. terrible. And iTunes, if iTunes is on to you, then don't do it. And get this, Jess. You used to be able to uh, be like the description in podcasts used to be indexed. That was mm-hmm. something that happened. Like if you search for something, the, the description used to yield results. But because people started to take advantage of that, iTunes removed that functionality. They will do that. So if mm-hmm. you guys keep on going crazy with the author tags, they will remove the option for everybody. So then yeah. you'll just be stuck. And this is tactics that make no sense. I mean, give me a break. It's like a huge entire um, paragraph around that. So use three, let's say three of your keywords that are actually as part of your podcast. That is fantastic. Don't go nuts. Don't do that. So anywho. It's bad taste, It is people. bad taste, people. La la. So anyway, he's got a lot of really wonderful things that he's, you know, that he's done. Um, I'm interested to see in the long run what will happen. I'm interested to hear from Nathan in a year from now to see if his audience has actually grown, because mm-hmm. that's, that's something that we, we notice, you know, you do drop out of some of these lists. You are no longer, uh, you don't have the stamina sometimes as you did before. It's easy to sustain that kind of a push when you just started in August. It's been a couple of months. I'm really interested to see six months and a year into the podcast to see what, what's happening. Like how, how has it grown? 
And, uh, you know, he is really definitely putting all, the majority of his eggs in the iTunes basket. So if for whatever reason he's not being found in iTunes, then um, that's kind of sucky. So We'll find out. Yeah, so I have his numbers um, here that I'm seeing. <laughs> and I see that he is kind of like, um, it's, it's not leaps and bounds in terms of uh, mon- monthly podcast downloads and whatnot that he has here in terms of growth. Mm-hmm. Obviously, they're not they're not bad, but I'm just interested to see if it's gonna if the audience is gonna keep growing. It's all, or if it's just gonna stay in one place. So when I commented, I just said the truth is it's easy to launch a successful podcast when you have a well established network and platform. Every single person who's ever launched a show with an already internet famous persona has done at least as well. But hopefully, the tips in here are valuable to the group. And he wrote back, "None of the strategies I use rely on me. It's all psychology around value and getting other people to help you by helping them. Anyone with hustle can do it." Oh, totally. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Good. Good. Good on you, Jess. <laughs> Yeah, I'm not sure. And then Dave Jackson underneath said the thing about Apple cracking down on keywording. And he said, I don't understand what point you're trying to make. I'm focused on downloads. The growth is unbelievable. (laughs) Fastest growing podcast of all time easily. Did I miss something? And Dave's like, my point is if I launch with eight episodes tomorrow and someone subscribes, they do not automatically get eight downloads. The listener has to go back and download those one by one. Um, that's only 20% of listeners. The other 80 are on their phone. I'm sure we all agree good content will get them clicking on the back catalog. If you message, your message seems to insinuate it happens automatically. Also, spamming the author tag could possibly get you banned from being featured in iTunes, and he didn't respond. Yeah. <laughs> Whatever. Uh, but he hasn't changed it because I just checked the tag stuff. And, and and there's a part of me that I'm like, just grab them, nab them. Because there's I a know. lot of people who are doing stuff like that. And here's the thing. It's like they teach that and it can be negative for everybody. Mm-hmm. It can be so negative for so many people. So anyway. Anyway. Anyway, that's it. What do you guys think? You know, I we don't really, I mean, and here's the thing. I did a lot of research on Nathan. So he is really talented. He, he you know, he, he's a business guy. He knows how to leverage stuff. And honestly, like in some of his um, biographies, it's like, he basically says, I always win. So he's here to win. And he is, I think, an embodied, um, you know, expression of a young man. Did you guys know we were all <laughs> part of a contest in iTunes? I, right, right. I never signed up to be part of the race. I didn't know <laughs> that uh, that was part of the job. We missed that. Yeah. We totally missed that. Totally yep. missed that. Dude, so if you guys have anything to say to us or maybe disagree with us, because we really do love disagreements to just have deeper conversations, be- email she podca- uh, feedback at shepodcast.com. Mm-hmm. You can send us your voice feedback, too. We'll play it. We totally mm-hmm. will. Um, uh, again, you can also use a speakpipe, speakpipe.com slash shepodcasts, and um, that will be really exciting and fun for us to hear. Uh, I think that we're going to stop it now okay. because – my little monkey is outside crying. Oh, no. Ugh, I know because she kind of wants to see oh, me. Oh gosh, of course. Okay. Oh my god! And um, please sign up for the uh, creativity webinar with the mighty. Dave yes, Jackson, please, please do, and then check out our show notes at shepodcast.com, Twitter shepodcast, Facebook.com forward slash shepodcast, and we're done. Yeah, that's the end of the musical. Sweet. <laughs> Yay for being in a musical. Yay. Woohoo. All right. All right. Well, thank you guys for listening. That's it for us. Take care. Be well. Peace out. Peace out. Bye. Bye bye.
Oh, <laughs> oh,